What's happening? Uh, we are live. I'm going to pin this up there. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Gut Talk. It is Friday. Holy smokes. I'm so excited it's Friday right now. Uh, not, not particularly for any real reason, but uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy it's Friday. Just happy it's Friday. So uh, I see our friends are online. Let me go ahead and add them into our chat here. Unable to join. Well, that's going to be problematic. For some reason, our docs aren't able to join right now. We'll give them a second. Probably something's going on with the connection. Because uh, that would be a really short conversation. It's just me hanging out by myself. Uh, much less interesting, honestly. We'll wait with them, see what happens. Uh, Noble Shit joined. What's up, Noble Shit? By the way, it's a great name. Uh, great instant name. So today we're discussing juicing today, which is so exciting actually, because it's one of those topics that people have so many questions about, and there's a lot of misinformation out there and a lot of kind of crazy information out there. So I'm really excited actually to have uh, two docs here with us that are able to actually break down what is what is and what isn't going to work when it comes to uh, to juicing. So let me see if I can go ahead and get them back into the. It says unable to join still. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so. Uh, what's up, Barris? Uh, exports depends on what country you're in. Canada's right now, uh, but we are working on uh, Europe here as well uh, as of today. So we will let you know as soon as we get those out there. Uh, I know, I know you're trying. I know. Don't worry, we got this. What else? What's ever doing this weekend? I'm gonna, I'm gonna not do a whole lot this weekend. I'm gonna do some writing. I think be outside. It looks like it's gonna be nice here in Seattle. It's not nice today. Other than that, probably do some juicing, eat some great food. Uh, can't wait to, to get after that. You should all subscribe to the Jetson email just because I write them and it makes me feel good when people actually read them. So today, this week we discussed immunity, innate versus adaptive immunity. It sounds boring. Trust me, it's not that boring. It's pretty exciting, actually. Uh, we talked about some new vaccines that we're looking at. So all, all pretty cool stuff. I see our friends at Pure Juicer are here, which is the juicer uh, that you would want to use when doing at-home juicing, which is pretty exciting. Let's just go ahead and see if we can get our friends. Not yet, we're just gonna, it's okay, don't worry. It's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I'm not sure what's wrong with the with our doctors today. Uh, it, it could be internet connection problems, it could be the phone, it could be me. Although I don't, I don't think it's me because, you know, I'm a tech nerd. But it could be. It's possible. It's possible. Meanwhile, I'll just kind of stand here and look at the camera with a smoky gaze. Not awkward at all. Not awkward at all. Um, no, in all seriousness, uh, juicing is one of those important things. And I've been doing it for years and years and years. Uh, we, I drink, uh, first thing that I get up in the morning, I drink a spectacular, super intense green juice, uh, which some people might call a little extreme, but it's because it's, it's very little fruit. It's almost all green. So, um, there we go. Uh, so yeah, ex really exciting. There we go. We got this people. We got, I feel like we're going to get it any second as we're waiting, but like, oh, there we go. There it is. Hey, we're in, we're in. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is happening? Hey. How are you? You guys look you guys look fabulous like you're all rested and I mean how how do you guys look so good in quarantine? I feel like I my hair's getting greasy and I haven't shaved in like a week. Amazing. Oh my god. I woke up like this. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. I don't. That's what juicing does, right? That's what happens. It uh, is. It that's what it's all about. I know. Well, um, let's let's jump into it. We're getting some folks trickling in. These things always people kind of come in and out, and then we record them, then we post them later. We get a lot of views after, so if folks have to jump off. It's no problem. You can always catch up on these later, which is pretty exciting. Uh, you can check out who we're talking to in the comment there. We pinned it so you can see it very easily, which is pretty exciting. But let's just go ahead and have you two introduce yourselves to everybody. And then we'll jump right into the conversation. 
Okay. Great. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, my name is Eileen Ruhoy. I am a neurologist and I am founder and owner of the Center for Healing Neurology. I do my own brand of neurology, uh, integrative neurology kind of work. Um, I come from a conventional background, but have over the years learned a lot of integrative approaches, did a lot of training, um, and actually I'm co-editor of Integrative Neurology Textbook mm -hmm. coming out in a couple of months. And so we run a practice Ooh, cool. here, and it's, we love to help people find the right path to wellness and optimal well-being. So that's who I am. We just got to <laughs> hope that there actually still is school to have textbooks in a couple of months, but right, we're just right. our fingers crossed, right? Oh, that is true. I think it's, <laughs> it's definitely targeted for other physicians, certainly, ah, okay. and, All right. uh, so. to give them other clues so that we have other tools in our toolbox, because I think we run out of things that we do when we're just doing nothing but pharmaceuticals or other yeah. things to consider that yeah. really do help people. And, and that's obviously our goal. And uh, yeah, and I opened up this practice four and a half years ago after my own medical journey. Mm -hmm. And um, have we really thrived and have really been enjoying the work we do with, with our patients. Isn't that kind of funny? I think a lot of us have the same. I was, I was talking to Jillian about this last week, that, that we have a lot of us who come from very standard or Western backgrounds in science. It, it sometimes takes an event like that to really cause us to, to, to dive into even more complex science and, and, and really get behind these treatments that actually work and don't require you mm -hmm. uh, to, to poison yourself with, you know, with, with drugs. And, and oh, I completely agree 100%. I yeah. definitely practice and continue to practice what I preach. Yeah. And uh, I often, I find that I just have a sense of what it is that we need to help our, help harness our own healing powers. And so that's what I did for myself. And I try to help guide other people in doing it for themselves as well. So Amen. Yeah. All right, your turn. All right. My name is Jillian Ehrlich. I'm a family nurse practitioner. And on the tail of that conversation, um, I actually didn't have a health crisis that I know. to this. I know. I'm like the one. But you have friends that did now, so. I know. I see it a lot, though. Um, and I got, um, I had a friend, a dear friend, introduced me to Ayurvedic medicine. Mm -hmm in the late 1990s and went and studied with Dr. Vasant Ladd down in Albuquerque and was just blown away. It was amazing. And I thought everybody should know this. This should be our common ground in medicine. And so um, I went back for nursing school. I was a nurse in our downtown uh, mission-driven hospital here in Seattle for eight years and then went back for nurse practitioner, discovered functional medicine along the way and bring all of those tools to the work that we do here. And we were just talking this morning actually because um, our podcast, Stefan, that we did, yeah. uh, that we recorded is actually now live. So I, I just saw a note on that. That's so it's cool. It's popular, by the way. Or was yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just, we just yammered. She was in her car and I was just yammering. And I, I mean, <laughs> she's a good, a good interviewer, obviously, because uh, I, I just made stuff up. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. But we had another, I mean, there were a number of downloads in the first, like, three hours it was up. It went live at 5 a.m. Pacific time this morning. So... Um, definitely seen some popularity around that and cool. really what we focused on to do a quick recap was yeah. about how changing the gut can really change MS symptoms and your yeah. experience of that and then also kind of where do we fit where do we find ourselves in the world of health and medicine and wellness because all of us are on a journey all of us carry a body all of us are working on kind of opening and growing our spirit whatever that looks like for people yeah. And so we really talked about our place in learning that, whether it be by sitting at the feet of Dr. Vasant Ladd or whether it be with a health crisis and kind of where we go from there. And that's really what we do here is we have an incredible toolbox, autonomic testing, peptides, stem cells, pharmaceuticals as they're needed, yeah. treatments, meditation, yeah. breath work, um, all of the tools, a lot of the tools we have here and we bring them to just enhance people's lives and hopefully remove health, health obstacles. So that's which what we're why, doing. Which is why we're so excited to be working with you guys at Jetson uh, to really kind of create products and services and information that are going to help people get healthier uh, without necessarily having to resort to all the fads and hacks and tricks that, that uh, have been out there for the last number of years. So I can't wait. But today, I do want to talk about juicing. Because that yeah. is, that is you, you two uh, and, and I'm all, and all into juicers. We've got a bunch of questions from followers on Instagram. We've got a bunch of questions from our dedicated marketing team. I'm trying to decide what to go with first. I might just kind of do, we'll, we'll do a bunch. We'll not kind of dive in, like do a power round uh, so we can get through. So these, these are like great, these are like great questions. So I don't want to miss any of them. So I'm going to do a softball first, total softball. And then I'm going to mix up with the hardball after the softball. Here comes the softball. 
why is juicing beneficial for health? Well, why is it not beneficial? Whoa! <laughs> I, I throw it back at you. So I will say that I think what, what, we, what we do here, first and foremost, before we do anything else, is that we talk about the foundations of health. And that starts, of course, with diet and nutrition, right? So what, what you're eating. And we often say that if you have a poor diet, then all of the tools that we have really aren't going to be powerful enough to craft that, right? So it really does start with what we're consuming. And we advocate for plant. Is that me or that? What's that? Oh, you, you cut out. One of us cut out for a second. No idea who. Oh, probably, probably the yeah. Russians are attacking. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> because the plant world actually has basically what our body needs and specifically what our gut needs, right? It's got all the vitamins, the nutrients, the minerals, the compounds that really help our body heal. And so, and, but to consume that, you know, the proper amounts of fruits and vegetables these days is very difficult. So yeah. juicing is such an effective means of getting that kind of quantity of nutrition. Yeah. And so the, that is a primary reason why juicing is so important. It's been critical in my health and recovery. And I see it with patients every single day that when they do adopt a regular juicing plan of which I help guide them and we give lots mm -hmm. of recipes um, they really do feel and, and we see the difference. And so I think there's no better means of really getting that kind of nutrition into our bodies. Then that's, that, that's, what, that's what was told to me two years ago when I got into this. I was at my clinic uh, back east and they said, look, you need to be eating, I don't know, like four cups of kale a day and spinach. And I'm like, how, does it, how do you eat that right. much stuff? Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can't, but you can if you juice, because Absolutely. you actually can, you can cram in all that kale and spinach and then you can't really taste it, celery, everything else. And you have that amazing, the, all the amazing phytonutrients and compounds that come with that without necessarily having to powery uh, five pounds of spinach. So, but this is, so here, now I'm at hardball. We went softball, now it's hardball time. So uh, part of the reason I like to eat vegetables is because they have great fiber content. Well, some of them have great fiber content, right? So good prebiotic for my gut. Is it true that, this is a question from the audience, is it true that juicing isn't good for you because you remove all the fiber, which is so important, especially like for fruits? Yeah, we get that right. I mean, it's a great yeah. question, frankly. And so juicing is not, not good for you because there's no fiber. Juicing is great for you because there's a lot of vitamins that our body needs. Yeah. Fiber is important too, but it doesn't mean you should juice. So there are, in fact, I often talk about the difference between juicing and smoothies, right? Mm -hmm. With smoothies, you can still maintain the fiber content because yeah. you can put the whole fruit in, you can put spinach in, you could put the whole kale um, bunch in. Stem, yeah, yeah. There are other ways of getting the fiber. So it's not that fiber is not good for you. It is, absolutely. Yeah. It has a lot of great effects for the gut and for health of the gut. Um, but juicing is just as good for you. Yeah, and yes, it doesn't include the fiber, but there are other means of getting that fiber. So it's really, it's, it's a juice and equation is the point. So you should, not, you should not juice because, now one thing I, I did know, like if you just drink, and I could be wrong here, but my understanding is if you just juice pure oranges, for example, and you're just getting, so all you're getting is the orange juice with a ton of sugar and no fiber to slow back glycemic index, is that, is that problematic or am I just wrong again? That, no, that's another good question. So, yes, yeah, so fruits themselves might have a high sugar content. The whole, I always recommend sort of the whole fruit in terms of the vehicle which you can consume and absorb the sugar. It slows down the absorption of sugar when you eat the entire fruit. That's, right. that's without question. But when you combine fruits and then add other things to the juice, such as some of the greens, mm. you actually do slow down the absorption of that sugar because you are right. A large glass of orange juice can have a high sugar content, which could be hard for some people. Yep. But it still, it still contains quite a few vitamins and nutrients and compounds regardless, but there are ways of trying to slow down absorption. Perfect. Okay. That is, that is good. And I want to go back to the... Yeah. To the fiber uh, juice question one more minute just to say that we really what's most important is that we eat according to the level of digestive fire that we have so it's the other reason to really drink a lot of juice or really good healthy juice is because a lot of us experience a lot of stressors in our daily life mm -hmm. our soil we actually have uh, a, a lot of deficits in our soil and our food production food often can take a long time to get to us and so some of that prana or that kind of initial energy is lost so if we're really going to get enough nutrients micronutrients into our system we need to have more vegetables than we can necessarily consume with the fiber so yes fiber is critically important yeah. 
But if our gut is in any way compromised, we're not going to be able to absorb what we're eating. And so if you have a big plate of, cake, of cooked kale, you're not going to get the amount of micronutrients that you right. can't if something is juiced. Right. And there's a lot of questions about like, well, what about, you know, people who feel cold, who are drinking cold juice? It doesn't need to be cold. It's just the idea that when you juice a lot of fruits and vegetables, especially vegetables, you're helping them break down and pull those micronutrients out so that they're more easily absorbable by your gut. So your gut doesn't have to work as hard and you're not, exa you're not exhausting your system before you even start digesting. That's such an important piece of this. Yeah. I don't think people understand. That is so important. <laughs> Which actually leads to the next question from our, our crack marketing team. How does juicing, <laughs> no, <laughs> with all respect, uh, how does juicing impact the gut? You kind of just mentioned it a bit, but is there anything else we can expand on with that? I, yeah. kind of it. I mean, juicing. So the thing with juice, when we think of it, we're made of food, right? These are yeah. our food bodies. And so we need to make sure that we have the right raw materials, not only to make our structure like the cells of our hand, but also to run all of those metabolic uh, things that all the metabolic the processes. That happen, yeah. All yeah. The processes. Yeah. So all of those chemical reactions and the majority of those chemical reactions include um, need for vitamins and minerals. That's what they do. The other thing is that we need to be able to detoxify all of the pollution. So Seattle has a higher level of mercury, um, ambient mercury content in the air from the coal fires in China. So we need to be able to get rid of all that stuff and the minerals and um, vitamins are also how our bodies do that. So your gut, if you have correct nutrition, if you have the appropriate things that you need, you're actually going to be able to get more of those nutrients into your system and detox more of that eliminate more of those wastes and, and toxic components that we don't want. So it's, so it's higher efficiency on detox, and, and uh -huh. which, is, which is super important. And it's also the thing I talk about a lot is just the ability for your gut to actually extract the maximum amount of nutrients from the stuff you're eating. So like to me, exactly. it just seems crazy that we spend, I spend, a lot of us spend a bunch of money on beautiful organic food or anything, or anything just gorgeous ingredients. And the reality is if our gut isn't in shape, we're yeah. not actually maximizing that money we just spent. Absolutely, exactly Which is, right. It's like, think of it as a value equation. Get your gut in shape to get better value out of your, out of your you know, organic Swiss chalk. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. It's true, uh, but most of us have spent our lives eating a poor diet. And so mm -hmm. we have chronic gut inflammation, right, which sort of interferes in the absorption, even the metabolism and mm -hmm. the digestion. And so it really, we waste our money sometimes when we buy a lot of really pure organic food because our gut is not yet at the point where it can actually utilize it efficiently. And so and that's then, an excellent point that you make. And this, and this is not just me making, this is actual, this is clinically studied science. It's oh, incontrovertible, right? There's no, there's no, absolutely. nothing, no hand waving here. This is 100% validated in many, many, yeah. Yes, without question. We know that gut inflammation causes altered microbiome and altered microbiome can lead to a lot of different diseases. Um, but also does interfere in mineral and nutrient absorption. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's just such a, all that Swiss chart about all that year, all those years for basically, you know, no reason. So I wasn't digesting it properly. Uh, okay, let's see, uh, here's some, I'm just gonna throw one out there. Thoughts on juicing for kids? Not really a question per se, but I guess I could say thoughts on juicing for kids? That's a question. Uh, <laughs> I make her juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like, is there a certain type of juice we should be feeding our kids? That are, there things that, are, are there differences in kids and adults that, that juicing could actually, um, I guess, are there differences? Or does it matter? I don't think there are any significant differences. Okay. I think it's a palatable issue, maybe, in terms of what your kid will be willing yeah. to drink down. Yeah. Certainly they prefer sweet over anything else. But I will tell you that my regular morning juice, and I mix it up sometimes, though, is turmeric and ginger with some apple oh. cucumber, and and I occasionally I will throw in parsley or cilantro. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I give a glass to my yeah. I give a glass to my teenage girl, and she drinks it down, and has come to really enjoy it. So I don't think there are significant differences in what to juice for children, okay. other than sort of recognizing that obviously they prefer things that taste like candy. <laughs> I think part of that too is just you, you make them, you just tell them it's sweet and they're young enough and then they don't know the difference and then, so it's fine. So all and these with, with new kids. Great, yeah, she has a great video of her five-year-old boy drinking down a, a very healthy juice and we were all amazed. Yeah, there's, I think, I think there's, I think with kids, there's a few things to remember. So one is that it's our job to provide things for our children that are healthy. It's their job to decide to eat them or not. Yeah. Well, you can't, you know, you can't, 
hold them down and stick it in there. Um, now, but you can, we well, can try. People but, call, apparently people, <laughs> other people call if you do that, so you shouldn't do that. <laughs> but you can, yeah. but it is our job to continue providing those opportunities and that, and that kids do develop their palates. So yes, they probably will hate it in the beginning. You have to offer something at least 12 to 14 times before you give up. So every time you offer and they say, get that out of my face, you think, well, I'll just chalk try that up and I'll try it again. And do plus it again. role models, right? If your yes. kids see you Absolutely. do this every day, then eventually at some point they will say, you know, my mom and dad did this. I think I'm going to try it because we're, we are ultimately their role models. And they go through periods where their peers might be their role models where they think so. Right. Um, eventually they return to us. So <laughs> Eventually, eventually. Well, that's something I think is so important. I mean, I, uh, for years, I mean, I've been juicing for a long time and my daughter was, she's a pretty healthy kid, but she would, I, I would make the really intense juice and she would say, gosh, dad, this is, uh, this tastes like my mouth's on fire because there's so much whatever, cayenne <laughs> or ginger in there. But right, over the, right. what we, what I've seen over the years, and she was never a huge sweets person, but I've literally seen her almost ability to even enjoy super sweet foods is, yeah, is yeah. diminished. Like yeah, she doesn't yeah. like even crave yeah. sugar, doesn't crave Absolutely. stuff. Yeah. So it's just, you can train your kids, kind of like the dolphins at SeaWorld to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so. They are. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. They're all, they're all smart of the winner. Um, okay, another question from the audience. What are the benefits of juicing celery? Uh, and the question is here, I heard it helps to metabolize protein better. You guys heard that? I don't know if it helps metabolize protein better. I mean, celery juice has a lot of benefits, and it's bad okay. for that, so you can... Yeah, you can there's... It. So, um, Anthony Williams, I don't know if you or your readers know him, but he's a medical medium, and he does... Oh, yeah. He talks a lot about Epstein-Barr, and you know, whether the scientific basis of his, the, what he kind of puts out there is that, you know, there's not a lot of scientific foundation to it, but I will say that a lot of his food recommendations line up with traditional Ayurvedic recommendations. Oh. And one of his big recommendations is actually, um, is, 12, is 12 to 20 ounces of celery, or 16 to 20 ounces of celery juice every morning, drunk within uh, seven minutes of making the juice, yeah. 20 minutes prior to eating your breakfast. And so um, one thing with celery that we know is that it does seem to kindle some digestive fire. And I actually don't know what the science is behind that. But yeah. I do find that as I'm helping to people, um, as I'm working with people to gently create some digestive fire, um, that celery does seem to help. And it can even be beneficial with if you're adding in some other things like the ginger and the turmeric and parsley and cilantro and lemon or lime. So all together or per Anthony Williams on its own. But so okay. I don't know. But when you're, when you're kindling hydrochloric acid, hydrochloric acid is what is in our gut that digests. Right. So I don't know any of the scientific background, okay. but that's right. kind of where I think that comes from. And I think exactly the more you heal your gut, and celery juice yeah. has been known to heal the gut as well as increase metabolism, I suppose indirectly it can improve and sort of enhance efficacy of digestion. Of digestion. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I, I always, I put some of mine, but I don't like to drink it straight for some reason. I like to, I like a mix. I don't know what yeah. it is. It's yeah. just, it doesn't, doesn't feel substantial to me. You know, it feels a little too watery. Like I'm not really, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe I'm getting a lot of nutrients. So I just, that's just my own personal, I have a lot of issues. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Join the club. I did see there's a, a pure juicer actually gave us an idea here on what to feed kiddos. Uh, watermelon, beet, and lemon. Uh, interesting. That's, uh, that's not good, actually. Uh, although I'm kind of over beets uh, because they were everywhere for so. I mean, oh come on. They were, they were every menu in Seattle for like four years. I just I couldn't go to a dinner without getting a damn beet. Uh, I'm just, I'm done. Oh, so. I am never over beets. Oh, oh, boy. I, I, They're so I, healthy for you. They are, I know. I know. I, 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 I eat them. I'm just, an, I don't crave them. And then the other one they give out here was um, uh, carrot, carrot apple. That's actually interesting. Yeah. yeah. So those are two. In our book coming out, we actually have some recipe examples for children um, yeah. that are palatable to them, which is what I was referring to. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But heavy, heavy green juice, you know, a lot of kids don't really want to drink. Right. Uh, and, right. But you can work, work in that direction. You right. know, start with the sweet and then lessen it over time. And yeah. Because they'll, be, they'll be drinking pure kale juice. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yes. And you can, you can tell them that, that um, the princess from Frozen drinks it. I already... I also, <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do with my my daughter's fifteen. She's figured that out. But in the old days, I'm, Princess Elsa loves this kale juice, she, <laughs> and she has magical powers, so that's good. Um, we should actually write a Disney movie like that. We with, should uh, the, oh, the juicing princess. Oh yeah, 
Okay. Well, that's not a bad idea. The juicing. I mean, we have to wrap a little more around it than that. But... Somebody call Disney. <laughs> who, who's the Who's the villain? That the villain's gonna be. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll think of a good villain for the juicing princess. It's clearly it's clearly a guy who only drinks Bud Light. That's gonna be. That's gonna be <laughs> But like lime, however, is my go-to on um, hot summer days. So, okay. Uh, can juicing be my only source of fruits and vegetables? Yeah, I think it, I think in the right context it actually can be. I do. I think that, um, <laughs> I, I'm assuming you're eating other, other foods, right? So other food sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think just fruit and veg. Yeah. Right. So you, again, speaking to what we were talking about earlier, you need another fiber source, of course, right? So you can't just drink your fruit and vegetables and not get fiber elsewhere because yeah. fiber, right. that, we're all about gut health, of course, and fiber mm -hmm. is super critical for gut health. So in that regard, probably no, unless you're getting another fiber source, right? So, but I do think that in terms of the vitamins and the, the nutrients that are provided by fruits and vegetables, I think juicing, as we've said, is a great way of, of, of consuming them. So, okay. yeah, I think drinking that's, a lot. That's of actually really interesting. So people who are like, I hate vegetables. What if we can just trick them into eating it through juicing them and then add some apple in there and boom, right, you've got right. some. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh, I tell you, can I give you a pro tip on fiber? Because fiber can be difficult for the Amer for Americans to consume. Anyone can consume. We don't need a lot of fiber in this country. Uh, maybe this is old news to you folks and those watching, but uh, Sarah Elizabeth, my better half, she found a product called Brahmi, which I think we talked about last week, Julian. But Brahmi is a lupini bean from Italy. Little tiny little lupini beans. They come in a little foil package. Uh, they are amazing uh, gut health little machines. Tons of fiber, almost no calories. Uh, minimum calories, um, all all the right numbers you want to see, and that you can you can eat them as potato chips like all day long, and and you get most of your you can get plenty of fiber just from that. So yeah, that's say, a great suggestion actually. So those kinds of sources of fiber would be super important. Um, so as long as people are incorporating that into their diet, then I think they could have a very well balanced diet. Okay, I love that. Uh, another question here. Uh, is it better to juice or eat the apple? We kind of covered that, but we'll do it anyway. You can do it's, both. I mean, do both, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's however, it's whatever's going to make you happy at that moment. Yeah, yeah. I, again, maybe it's the kind of decision point again around that glycemic index. Like, if you're going to, if all you're going to do is drink juice, problematic. If you're going to, you know, then you want to have the apple to kind of slow down. But you mentioned earlier, you can do vegetables right. with fruits and have the same effect. But I think that's another good point that I like to touch on with my patients, which is that you have to understand that the, the transport rate of, of different things that we consume do have to be taken into account, right? So I've always recommended first thing in the morning, even before your coffee, is to do a nice big glass of juice. Um, and because the, G, the GI yes. is just naive at that point, right? You fasted overnight. It hasn't yet been exposed to any foodstuffs where the body is needed to make any acids or enzymes. And so it doesn't require a whole lot of work on your GI system to basically absorb that juice. Once you've eaten, you know, breakfast or foodstuffs, you know, the, 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 G, the, the stomach is not nearly as naive. And so it's, it has a lot more, you know, acidic kind of, 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 of an environment. And so sometimes the juice can be a little upsetting to the stomach if people will drink it right after a meal, for example. Huh. And so not that it can't be, it can't be consumed during the day, but you sort of have to be aware of how empty your stomach is when the last time you had eaten, what you had eaten, because different foods have different transport times. Yeah. Um, so I always recommend starting your day off with a really big glass of juice. And people, will, people who do it regularly after a few weeks will say that they absolutely feel the difference in how they feel during the course of the day when they don't drink their I'm juice in the morning. I can tell you, yes. I always suspected my stomach was naive, but now it's confirmed. So I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Maybe well, the wrong one. Your stomach is very smart. <laughs> no, it's a very naive stomach. Uh, but but uh, uh, I, I actually, after I read your blog post over on the Pure Juicer uh, site, uh, I started doing the first thing in the morning. And, and what's beautiful about super green juice without a lot of fruit is that your my juice is about 30 calories. And so I, I intermittently fast every day as well, most days at least. Um, and the nice thing with that 30 calorie number is that you can still actually do it right when you wake up and not trigger, uh, not, not break the fast basically. So I can get my awesome juice right in the morning, which I've been doing now since I read the blog post. And uh, it, it is, it is, it is different. I mean, it could be some kind of yeah. psychosomatosis, but, but it, I think it actually was, is a different feeling. So I'm really happy. Oh, absolutely. 
But you have to watch it because if you do a heavy, heavy, you know, cantaloupe juice along with your kale, your calories spike pretty quickly and then right. you break your so fast. In fasting, which I definitely advocate for as well, I agree with you. Then you might want you have to incorporate how much in terms of calories of the juice, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, question from Aaron: uh, Water before juice, or does it matter? <laughs> Oh, uh, it's just, it'll dilute the juice a little bit. So, okay. I mean, I think that it ultimately, just, you might have a fuller stomach and maybe that the, the purpose. Okay. I don't think because the juice has, I mean, fruits and vegetables yeah. contain water. So you're getting hydration along with your juice. So you don't need more water. Some people do like to drink a glass of room temperature water when they first wake up in the morning. It, they feel like it helps wake up their system. Yep. I think a little bit is perfectly fine. I wouldn't drink a whole glass of it. Okay. Oh, that, that's what Aaron is saying. First thing in the morning. Okay, but I think it's good. I think again, the, the pro tip here is get up, make a high quality green juice, not a lot of sugar in it. Pop that thing down, down the hatch. It takes me about. Unfortunately, I drink it like six seconds. So I'm just <laughs> down the hatch, um, and then you can shift to your water after that. Which yes. I mean, I think we're exactly. uh, adjusting exactly. we're a massive water fan. I, I drink probably a gallon of water a day, uh, okay. which is why I'm shocked I can sit here for an hour and not have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I, may be, I may be dancing towards the end to be clear but that's okay um okay good uh let's talk about let's talk about uh what, what? Yeah. go ahead go ahead yeah <laughs> so one other thing that we haven't talked about a ton is how processed foods are oh yeah um, and we kind of have an epidemic of processing our foods right so a lot of our foods and when we think about processed foods we think about things like hostess Twinkies that can like sit on the shelf till after the apocalypse, right? Right, so, right? But there's also processing that happens ahead of time. So even things like pasta or bread, you know, bread is fermented, beer is fermented, cheese is fermented. So there is a lot. And even with sauerkraut, these are foods that are processed. And what we one thing we know about fruits and vegetables is that they are the least processed of the foods that we eat. So ultimately, they are one way to think about it is that they are actually closest to the energy of the sun. They're only one step removed yeah. from the energy of the sun. So it goes from the sun's energy to the, to into the seed and into the plant and then into our mouth, as opposed to into the plant that then gets fed to the chicken that then get, makes the egg that then we eat. So yeah. even though egg, obviously, you know, like a, a hard boiled egg is not a, we wouldn't think of that necessarily as a processed food. Right. It has right. been processed by nature. And so there is energy and power in raw fruits and vegetables that have not been processed. And yeah. sometimes that can be, so we think of them as having the most energy. And I think that's another thing that we don't talk a lot about, but from the Ayurvedic perspective, we want our food to turn into tissue, like our body um, and heat the metabolism mm -hmm. and immunity which we mm -hmm. all definitely need right now, and then uh, consciousness. So we want to eat for the consciousness that we seek, and we want to seek the consciousness of essentially, the, you know, the universe and the sun, however you want to get kooky with it. Yeah. So yeah. eating fruits and vegetables um, can be one of the ways that we actually move closer, kind of up the food chain up to the food a chain. more... Yeah, a less processed life. A less processed life. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's actually a great point. I mean, you, you, you do, I, I do think of a, an egg as a fairly... Healthy. I, I eat eggs every day, um, but you're right. They, they still they still have a lot of biomechanical processes to go through before it pops out an egg. Whereas a a, a raspberry, which I could probably I could live with raspberries. If you eat <laughs> one fruit, I could just I could eat raspberries until the cows come home. I mean, what do you think about it? Make all the beet plants cry. We won't tell them about. How I know, and I love them too. But if I had to do one, it would be because strawberries. I love strawberries too. But let me tell you, like. A third of the time do I get good strawberries at the store. They usually are tasteless, mealy garbage. Now, I'm looking at you, Driscolls. I see you. All <laughs> <laughs> that on your own. You, have you know what? Driscolls has a. Yeah. I, we, we, we are growing them outside, but they um, they have the wrong sun orientation. Anyway, this is not a real problem for the actual world, but uh, but Driscolls owns a third of all fresh berries. Uh, oh, I did not know uh, that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice family. They're down in California. Nice family. Okay, uh, let's let's come to some other things. What juicer do you folks use? Pure juicer. I Pure mean, juicer? hands down, it's the best yeah. juicer. It's the highest quality. I have used just about every juicer in the market. Uh, I've been juicing for years, and uh, it is hands down the best quality. And you actually taste the difference. Is the point? There's a huge difference. 
mean, yeah. there, it's, a, it's like a two-stage juicer. So you kind of like pre-prep it. You kind of use right. one part of the machine to prep the, the mush, if you will. And then the second part is yeah. an actual cold press versus yes, a, exactly. an auger. Yeah, I, it is, it's an amazing. It's a and beautiful it's those stages that bring out the best of the fruit and the best of the vegetable. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is an absolutely gorgeous piece of machinery. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not everyone, it, it, it is a little on the pricier side. So not everyone gotcha. probably can, can snag one of those bad boys. Uh, but if you can, I recommend it. Uh, we, one we have here uh, is the, a Green Star, which is another lovely uh, juicer. I think it's made, made out of Korea, um, but it, it's an auger-based machine. still slow. So my, my point is, part, part of the problem is you don't want to have the high-speed juicers. Like that, that the heat gets, right. gets, gets too hot and kills a lot of the enzymes. And that's, that's the challenge, that's- right? Um, so that's, it's, it's more, I mean, pure clearly is in the league of its own, the class of its own, but if, if that's, that's a little too much right now, uh, just look for one that's like kind of a slow press and a slow, um, you know, a, a slow auger versus a high speed spin right. to preserve as many enzymes as you can, because heat does unfortunately destroy, uh, destroy some good enzymes, but okay. That's good to know. So pure, we got, we got pure, uh, Juicer, that's a good one. Uh, are, are there are there any? Okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch up a little bit. I've been discussing juice for so long. We're 36 minutes in on juice and gut, which is what the wow. song's about, which is great, and I've had a great time. Uh, and I have a question here: What's the worst restaurant you've ever eaten at? That's from the audience, not from marketing teams. I don't know why. Someone's curious. If you want to just you know mic drop the worst <laughs> restaurant memory. I don't believe in disparaging. Yeah. Know. Okay. I didn't I didn't think I was going to question that, but. I mean, I'm- Small business ourselves. I, yeah, I. Uh, I can't think. To... What would make a bad restaurant bad food or bad service? There's you a lot what? of different directions you could go with that. Right. You know, I, I can. Here's the way I can think about it. Uh, my, my better half. She is a strict vegan. Except she eats honey because we have bees at the house, so she does eat honey, which is, you know, well, we'll see how strict she is. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, restaurants that will not even like budge to accommodate her. They drive me crazy. I get it. In some places in the world, I get a menu small or whatever. I can't do it. But like, just you can leave butter out of the dish sometimes if you're making a dish. Just put oil on. Well, I agree with that. No, absolutely. Yeah. If we're talking about our peeves about how some restaurants will behave. That's absolutely. I agree with your wife. I too am a vegan. I've been a vegan for most of my life. Actually, I was actually a raw foodist for a period of yeah, time. Yeah, so was she. Um, right, and yeah. so I, I also get upset when restaurants won't accommodate. But I will say that I think in the last bunch of years. Most restaurants are willing to at least try something, at least attempt something. Especially um, in Seattle, in the big city. Yeah, especially in Seattle, absolutely. So, yeah, but I agree. When, when restaurants are too rigid and not willing to budge, and they become a little maybe judgmental because we want to, to you know. Preserve the recipe. Yeah. 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 I get both sides. It's just, it's a pain. I will send you a shout out. Anyone living in Seattle right now, um, uh, we a place we love so much is called the Harvest Beat. Over oh my in, God! Uh, the best, know. right? Love, it's t- totally Harvest. vegan, yeah. um, not raw, but totally vegan. Uh, right. Usually all usually gluten free. And they're doing takeout now, by the way. Which way. I was going to say, we've, we've been the last three weekends in a row with takeout. So did I? <laughs> and it is spectacular. Uh, yeah, it is spectacular. Yeah. Harvest Beat, check it out. They're the best and people. And their in-dining experience is wonderful as well. So when they open up again, it's an incredible experience. They thank the farmers. They, you know, they, they say, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before the meal starts, they actually talk about where all their food came from. They do. They thank the farmers. They thank the earth. It's a wonderful experience. It's a complete mm-hmm. dining sensation. It is amazing. I have loved that place for years. My husband. Well, it used to be called Sutra back in the day. Remember, there was one of yeah. Sutra just down the street. And they, they bring a gong at the beginning, too. Yes. Awesome. Oh. Got all the gong. Yeah. All right. We had a question from uh, Jesse. Uh, how did juicing impact you, Eileen? I think, I'm not oh, sure wow. your story, so. I don't even know where to begin sometimes. So yeah. I, I've, like I said, I've been a vegan most of my life since I'm 15, 16 years old. Um, when I went to medical school and, and had to be in the hospital for 48 hours at a time before all the rules now, uh, <laughs> I had to sustain myself. So I, I would say that I was a little vegetarian more at times just because I had to eat something from the cafeterias. But I've been vegan my whole life. So I've, I've, I've dabbled in juicing to some extent for decades because now I'm very old. Um, but then, um, but about in 2015, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor and I had surgery. Um, and when I came out of surgery, I thought I had to double down. I mean, I was already a vegan, you know, what, right. Right. what more can you do? Yeah. <laughs> so 
I really doubled down and I just started juicing every day. And I, I learned even more than what I had already known about fruits and vegetables. And I understood their health benefits and their health qualities. And I knew how to recover from my particular medical concerns. And, and then I had a recurrence and I had radiation to the brain. So I doubled down even more. And I just became this big, heavy juicer. And I have found that it actually really, really helped me recover from just everything I was suffering from. Yeah. That includes pain, that includes depression, that includes anxiety, that includes fear of my future. I mean, I'm a neurologist and I yes. have <laughs> brain radiation. Right. Um, I have to tell you, and I, and I say this in all honesty, um, and people who have known me for, a long, for a, many years would, would agree, cognitively I am better than I have ever been. Mm. And so, and I'm older than I've ever been. That's amazing, that's the way time works, yeah. <laughs> So I, I honestly, and I really do attribute it to juicing because I was able to consume, just going back to how we even started this conversation, I was able to consume the high quantity of, of the nutrients and vitamins that I know that my body and my brain needed. I mean, the surgery was a complete resection of seven and a half hours long. Radiation was to a large you know, part of my brain. Ugh. So I really had to focus and I really had to know what it is I needed to do. And, and juicing was a huge part of that. that so it impacted my life greatly. And I regularly, I give out recipes all the time. We have, um, mm -hmm. what are they called? The, the, template, well, the templates that we have, dot, the dot, um, oh, dot, dot phrases on our EMR of different recipes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we can just insert them into patients' charts. That's EMR talk. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not doctors don't understand. Yeah. The point is that's how regularly we recommend them. No, the, the, <laughs> so the, the, EM, the, the EMR declares where the doctors write all the nasty notes about you. Right. That's, that's, in case you're wondering, that's the chart where they say, like, this person's a, a, an asshole. Not so. true. Uh, no, not true at all. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, so one one question from uh, Jesse, who just likes to ask questions apparently. Uh, uh, she wanted to know the difference between smoothies and juices. Yeah, so smoothies that have the fiber, basically, right? And so I, you have to at least, in my opinion, what I what I say is that the blades of the blender, you, you can over time sort of ruin them if you put a lot of like heavy roots in them. Like if you put your beets in them, for example, <laughs> or put turmeric root, which I juice every single morning, or ginger root, which I juice every single morning. Over time, the blades actually become damaged. And so it's much better to juice them. Um, and you get all of their anti-inflammatory, antioxidant compounds just from the juice. So the smoothie, though, is great if you for fiber, right? So you can still get a lot of benefits from the berries, from the dark leafy greens, for example. Mm -hmm. And the other nice thing about smoothies that I like, that I do, so every morning I do a juice and then a smoothie. And so what I do with my smoothies is I get to add some of my you know, favorite herbal powders. Like I add ashwagandha, I add astra astragalus. Um, you know, I, and so I can, you can add some of those kinds of extra um, herbal products or plant products just yeah. to sort of boost you know, the, 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 the health benefits of the, of the smoothie. To the juice, I add some tinctures sometimes. Like if it's flu season, I'll add elderberry. Uh, or yeah, yeah. So you can have, so you can do different things with, with both a juice and a smoothie, but the smoothie does contain the fibers. And I think that you're limited to what you can throw in the blender in terms of the root vegetables. But otherwise, they're, otherwise they, you can get the same benefits. You know, one thing I, I do too, mine is uh, like a Brazil nuts or some kind of almond right. uh, butter as well to get that kind mm -hmm. of, uh, in that case, you're looking at some great protein. And, uh, right, and, and you can add the milks, right, the, um, the nut milks and, and those kinds yeah. of things as well. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Erica, I think, I think I know Erica, so I think one of our customers with Jetson. Uh, she is asking, what do you suggest for someone just getting started that would like to start juicing and heal the gut? I see a traditional, or I see a neurologist and take traditional MS treatments and would like to get off. Also be careful with that last piece, but, but, but the first piece, great, great question, I think, for the docs. Yeah, how to get started. So, yes, so you don't have to buy a very expensive juicer to start off with because I like people to first prove to themselves that they are committed and they will do this before they actually invest the money. And there are some inexpensive juices on the market, certainly that are very easy to use. Um, and so I always say, start there, buy one of those, and just start with things that you enjoy eating. And then we, you know, I help them come up with, with I ask them to list the kinds of fruits and vegetables they enjoy eating. And then I come up with some recipes that I know will be tasty to them. And that's really, that's how you start. It's really not difficult and, and very simple. Yeah. I think one yeah. of the tricks is really seeing it as a thing that you're going to practice. You know, you're not going to make the best juice of your life. Well, you might make the best juice of your life the first time you 
excuse. But it really is learning over time. So you want to just know that you're in there for the long haul and make your schedule play in your routine so that you've got some things that um, some ingredients you're going to start with, some recipes you're going to start with, and then figure out how do you start making changes to them? How do you increase the apple and decrease the celery? Or how do you increase, you know, if you start with more apple to make it a little sweeter, yep. you want it to be a positive experience to the best of the ability. And you're going to make some mistakes along the way. And you're just going to kind of keep playing through. So in terms of getting started, there's lots of different entry points into changing your health around. And juicing is an easy one to start with. And I'll be honest that I often actually recommend um, juicers, um, even inexpensive juicers can still be expensive for some. And so yeah. what I find is that there's always on Craigslist about uh, 25 juicers because, a, you know, I feel like people get, in, get them. Madam Treadmills. Yeah. They get, yeah, they get them for like wedding gifts. They're like, they go on a health kick and yeah. then they just have this giant thing sitting on the counter and they're like, I got to get space. I need to get rid of this. So, yeah. uh, you know, usually there, so there's lots of options for getting started and then the other component is where you're going to get your vegetables from how do you pick your vegetables um so one recommendation is looking up in your community for a csa a community supported agriculture right. farm because then you're assured that um that you'll find produce and veg you'll find essentially produce that is local that's organic and that's in season. in season and so that's a great way to try different things and then you don't have to necessarily go out and pick what you're going to eat, you just come, you, you've yeah. already for it, it comes in a box, it's going to be healthy for you somewhere, and you just have to figure out which accoutrements do you add in, so yeah. which kind of flavors and condiments, how much ginger, how much garlic, how much, you know, nut butter, or yeah. nut milk, or yeah. how much flaxseed, or oils, or lemon, and lime, and cilantro, and parsley, so then you just get to play with those things, and you don't have any, as many decisions to make. I think that's such a CSS, CSA is such a great idea, uh, yeah. especially right now too, when food systems are being disrupted for all sorts of different reasons. Yep. Uh, having a, a farm, and again, not everyone has access to this stuff, but if you do, having a farm deliver a big box of veggies to you once a week is is a slice of heaven in most cases. Or yep. or, or plant a victory garden if you want to do that too, which right. is also a good yep. space. Yep. Uh, I, I, we have one, maybe one or two more questions here. Um, uh, one, uh, what's the difference between a pure juicer and a Nutribolt? I think the Nutribolts are, are smooth, are blenders. Blenders, right? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, oh blenders. yeah, they are. Yeah. Right. yeah. I guess that was, that was just a quiz, I guess, is all it was. <laughs> well, I, I've never pretended to be an expert in all the different brands. Of no, things. I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay, uh, a couple, I guess, uh, let's look, this is a good question, just I think for, for health conscious. Oh, I, I, I have a question actually. Damn I'm asking a question of my own. So there are days when I don't have time to juice because I'm important uh, and lazy. <laughs> and so um, the combination of those two things means I don't have time. So uh, there are days when I'll juice for like three days, but hold on, you're saying not a good idea, but here's what I do. I put it into a very dark glass with a great seal. And then I spray argon gas into the top of the bottle. So therefore there's no oxygen that can get to the juice. Am I helping myself at all? Am I preserving by, by not letting it oxidize? Am I preserving my juice? Do you have any idea? I, I have well, no I can't idea. speak to the argon get the gas yeah. um, approach. I think that it sounds okay, but I um, I do know juices will still be they'll still be good for a couple okay. of days in your refrigerator. Certainly, okay. Okay. Um, I definitely close it tight. I use yeah. one of those mason jars. Um, and I drink them with, you know, one, two, three days later. So okay. And they, and they don't necessarily taste as fresh to be fair, but right. they taste good and they're still just as nutritious. Yeah. But, but, but they, they are. Okay. So, so, so that, that was the question actually was, was, did, does the nutrition degrade, um, the longer, I think the longer it sits, it does kind of lose some of its potency. Yeah, it will yeah. change. It definitely will okay. change, but you know, yeah. is it, it's chemistry, right? Yeah. 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 God bless chemistry. <laughs> Better living through it. Uh, wait, that's a different different podcast or different. Uh, <laughs> different. Uh, all right. Well, I, I, I prefer to drink my own juice a day or two later than to buy, you know, the bottled juices. So right. that's right. what I do. I do that as well because I too am important. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's not true. I'm not important and I juice every day. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just Sundays. Sundays, people on the team want to have early morning meetings, and I kind of get up so early before I don't even go to bed. So, uh, well, that that that's that's the majority of them. 
then, and I think we've knocked off a bunch of questions here, and I've handled all the ones from the team, which I think is is good. Um, just making sure I'm not missing any great questions here. No, I think I think that's it. So, anything else you want to end on? This has been, I mean, this has been awesome. We're going to cut this up into a bunch of little videos and and do a, a blog post, obviously as well on this, so everyone can see and post this for later. But anything else you want to end on before we sign off for a lovely Friday afternoon here in Seattle? Well, I think that basically all that we had said was, which is that really everything does start with your nutrition and your diet. So, I mean, the foundations of health are so critical to how we feel and how we live our lives that anything else that we can do ultimately really does will pale in comparison. So get get your nutrition in order really is, is just so important. And, and that's what we try to preach. And I certainly practice it. So does Jillian. So we feel strongly about that. And I'll say, too, that our health is made up of a million tiny moments. So mm. while we think about going on a meditation retreat, you know, really it's the daily meditation or we think about making one good, really healthy meal. It's really about the daily routine. This daily routine really forms the backbone of our health. So if what we're looking for is clarity and capacity into our into every moment of our lives moving forward, then we really have to focus on giving ourselves a routine that's going to support our nutrition and our health and our healthy, vibrant cells on, on the daily. And so juicing is a great way to do that on the daily, regardless of what comes at you in terms of stresses in yep. your day. Starting with a juice, having a juice in the day is a great way to get micronutrients in. Very bad, Dave. But I, and I think one thing, maybe we talked about this last week even, I, the, the routine's important. Having a healthy routine's important. But to your yeah. point, health, health is a bunch of little moments. And Correct. And right now, especially when the world's kind of a little bit crazy, if you, if you F up one of those moments and say, get a slice of Rocco's pizza, don't beat yourself up. Like, absolutely. you're going to be okay. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. 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 Be kind it's to yourself. Be kind to others. You know, give yourself a break. Yep. We're all too yeah. hard on ourselves, really. We'll, yeah. we'll yeah. get through it. Because exactly. uh, yeah. if I see a piece of Rocco's pizza tonight, <laughs> I was just going to say, Stefan, don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I am going to crush on tomorrow. Tonight's a clean night. No Rocco's pizza. But at some point this month, we'll get some Rocco's pizza. Well, hey, uh, folks, thanks so much. It's been a great conversation. Yeah. Uh, look forward to seeing you when we can get out of our houses. Um, thanks for all the work you're doing out there on the front line. Still seeing patients, too, which is super important. We're really thankful. And we do have... Here. And we do have the podcast for Healing Neurology. So our Absolutely. podcast episode is up. So... Yes, everyone go down. I'm going to go. I haven't had a chance today because, again, <laughs> super important. Uh, but, but, I, but I have to drive out. I have to drive somewhere tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and listen to it in the car. You so. are. That's great. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. All right. This was fun. Thank you so much. See you soon. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Right, bye. -bye. bye.